today's bulletin brought to you by Your Sound, Your Community, Alive 90.5. National Radio News. Hello, I'm Liam O'Connell. Former Australian of the Year Grace Tame and former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins have spoken out about the cultural silence at Parliament House and how women are shut out of the political conversation. Both addressed the National Press Club today in front of an audience including Liberal and Labor MPs, former Head of Australia Post Kristen Holgate and other female industry leaders. Ms Tame has been scathing of the government, accusing it of intimidating the Australia Day Council following her comments in an address last year. She says the decision on whether cultural change in Parliament House will occur is up to the voters. It is ultimately up to them what they choose to be examples of, whether they respect the privilege and purpose of this power or whether they abuse it at our expense. Ms Higgins says she's worried the momentum of the previous year might be lost if there is a lack of concerted effort. I stand here today fearful that this moment of transformative potential the bravery of all those women who spoke up and stood up and said enough is enough is in danger of being minimised, a blip on the radar. A Labor caucus meeting has ended with a decision to try to force amendments to the Religious Discrimination Act. The opposition will try to amend the controversial bill to dump provisions that would allow faith-based organisations to discriminate on the basis of religion or sexuality. The party says it will insist on the amendments and continue to send the bill back to the House until they are accepted. The government has gathered tacit support from its own party room for the bill. Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce says it's up to schools to decide how they will treat LGBTQI plus students and staff. It's an issue for the schools. I believe in the right of the schools to make, to make the decisions and no doubt they will tell you at the start but they can't make it to the extent that it's complete bigotry, no. But they, you know, they do have a right to have a view. A parliamentary inquiry in Victoria will examine the threat of political extremism following protests outside state parliament throughout the summer. The inquiry will look into far-right extremism, the movement's methods of recruitment and communication, and the effect of the pandemic on its growth. Security around senior Victorian government figures has increased since a protest which depicted Premier Daniel Andrews hanging from a noose late last year. Grain growers across the country are about to reap record crop values following a strong harvest nationally and inclement weather in the Northern Hemisphere. Laura Devoy has a story. Australia has seen record combined crop production in 2021, even better than the record set the year before. And it's a real testament to what growers were able to do uh, with the conditions that they were dished up. Brett Hoskins is the chair of Grain Growers Australia. He says the weather around harvest in the eastern states did pose additional challenges for grain growers. Look, it was a real interruption for growers, first and foremost. But more widespread, we saw um, a downgrading of the crop. However, the excess of yields generally has meant there has been enough supply of high-quality grains. Values in the grain markets are remaining high, with the Northern Hemisphere cropping belt experiencing continued poor weather, damaging global supply. Turning to sport and tributes are pouring in for the rugby league immortal Johnny Raper, who has died at the age of 82. The legendary Lockford was part of the all-conquering St George team that won 11 consecutive grand finals from 1959. Raper represented Australia 39 times, including eight as captain. St George will honour both Raper and another club legend, Norm Proven, during round two of the coming NRL season. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation.
now for the latest weather on Alive 90.5. Good afternoon. It's six minutes past two on a live 905. Your sound, your community. This is the business of life with Mario and Matt. And so today we're sitting at 28 degrees, a sunny day out there. Very, very grateful for this today. I got to say it's been, you know, not the greatest of weather in here in Sydney and Borkham Hills, but it's looking better today. Tops of 32 degrees. Tomorrow, tops of 33, a sunny day ahead as well. But Friday, it's looking like it's going to dip down to 26 degrees and looks like it's going to be a rainy day there. And now, on Alive 90.5, here's the latest traffic information. In Ride, Victoria Road approaching Devlin Street, there's a truck breakdown. One on five eastbound lanes are closed. In North Sydney, Warringah Freeway just past Mount Street overpass, there's been a car breakdown. One on five northbound lanes are closed. You're listening to Business of Life with Mario and Matt here on Alive 905. This is your sound, your community. We're coming live from Porkham Hills. Mario, how are you today? Mate, I can't complain. It's just surprised with the weather, I must say. I'm shocked with the weather. However, I'd like to share something with you. Before I come here, I just spoke with my son. And recently he bought the pets, right? We call it kids, which is a fish, <laughs> yeah. a fish tank. And guess what? Today was <laughs> two times no electricity, right? So it's a panic mode that the, the fishes can live without a uh, filter or not, you know what I mean? So, so far, so good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Business of Life with Matthew Caron and Mario Beckes. We have today the good line of the good great guests. So, Matt, let's go dive into first guest straight away. Absolutely. So our first guest is a spokesperson from Sanitarium, and her name is Jessica Manahera. Her, so her company, well brand Weetbix they have released a, a, a report studying 27,000 young people across Australia 27,000 and th- it's going over and diving well into their well-being studying uh, going over into different areas of well-being as well what it means for them though it shows some seriously cons- I suppose concerning facts Jessica how are you today hi Matt good thank you thank you for having me it's lovely, it's lovely to have you here, Jessica. And the first question that comes to my mind, like when I looked at that report, the stats are obviously, I mean, concerning me personally, given my experience, it's kind of heartbreaking. Though, oh, complete, yeah, completely agree. Yeah, it's, 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 it's truly troubling. Though, the first thing that comes to my mind, you know, Weepix has mostly been focused around physical health and... What inspired it, though, to want to approach a well-being or mental health initiative to, ha- to conduct a study based on that? Mm. Well, Weepix has a long history of really championing that potential for greatness in every Aussie kid. We've always advocated for healthy habits, as you've described, just like the good diet and, and a lot of the physical activity and exercise that you've spoken about. Um, And it's because both of those play an important role in helping our children to thrive, both physically, mentally and emotionally. And I look at the history of initiatives that we've had and, you know, Weetbix Kids Triathlon, as an example, really comes to mind for me. Um, And that's maybe one that you're, you know, thinking about. Um, And it really is an activity that got kids moving and supported physical health. But another key purpose of an event like that was really to help build self-esteem in kids, 
really encouraging them to give it a try. And it's that feeling of accomplishment that I saw many kids have when they crossed that finish line that had an incredible impact on kids and their future well-being. And, you know, personally, I received many reports from parents um, about that achievement that they felt and how that went on to really positively impact the way that they showed up at school. Um, so in many ways, mental wellbeing isn't a new conversation for Wheatbix, but I guess what we felt, it was really now timely for a report like this, given the challenges that have been faced by our Aussie kids, particularly over the last two years and you know the pandemic in particular. So this report really has been a key step in us being able to play our part to support families during this time. It seriously does bring up the concerns and I mean what does this mean for parents and what can they take away from it given you know schools are back in action as well what can parents take away from reading this report because it's it, I mean initially for me it brought up a bit of fear being a young person myself I'm, I'm only 22 years old but for young people that are in school the pressure's there and we live in a new world it's so unknown adults barely know how to navigate it <laughs> and I, I could only I, I really feel for the young people but uh, how can what can parents take away from this and how can they best yeah best utilize this report good question i have seen some incredible resilience from our children though haven't we um mm, oh, and, definitely. and they've have have absolutely modeled the way exactly as you say us as adults we're still figuring our way, you know, through all of these changes and this um, volatility. Um, and that's where I take a lot of encouragement from um, our younger generation, our young school kids. Um, but you're completely right. It is the busiest time of year for families and for parents with the busy school um, schedule that the new school year brings on. And I guess that's where this report comes in. What I loved about the report and the helpful tips shared by Dr. Justin Coulson was the small and really practical tips that we as parents can introduce into our everyday. Importantly, as you say, really trying to find ways to build our children's self-esteem and really their positivity into every day. And one key thing that comes out of this report is that that building of our children's self-esteem and positivity can be achieved through meaningful connection. And it's through the micro-interactions in particular that he speaks of that, have, um, that we have with our children every day, that we can look to continue to invest and provide a, that positive influence into them to build that feeling of worth, to improve their outlook on life and the things that are going around, on around them. So whether it's over a bowl of breakfast in the morning, driving them to school or helping them with homework or tucking them into bed at night, um, there's some great and helpful tips that are within this report to really try and encourage that positive outlook. Um, one that particular, particularly resonated for me was real, where he really spoke of two key tips. One was taking that strengths-focused approach to parenting so trying to focus more on the good attributes and the contribution of our children rather than the weaknesses and shortcomings. And I have to say that's something I do and being a lot more conscious of um, as he brought it more top of mind for me through the report. But also reducing that academic pressure by encouraging this pursuit of interest rather than just a focus on grades. And I know so many of us are really starting to speak about that a lot more in our children and in our community. And really encouraging and developing a broad range of interests really continue to help to build 
um, children's self-esteem and that positivity on outlook. And I've sought to implement that and some of these strategies into my own life as a mom of a seven-year-old daughter. And I have two other boys as well, but I think about her a lot because, you know, I really want her, wanted her to get involved in, in sports that I was involved in, you know, and, and we often do that with, the ch- with our children. But I've really tried to take the opportunity to embrace the other interests that she has, things like gymnastics or even jiu-jitsu. Um, and it's trying to implement some of those, you know, or me being more encouraging of those things um, over this time. Um, and then I think about just a couple of other small tips that he's got in there. There's some great tips around encouraging this healthy and active lifestyle. And I think we, we hear a lot about that in the media today. And lots of those really do make sense. But the other important tip, which I did want to share with your listeners, was important, importantly, being conscious of modeling the way as parents. And that's with our own positive self-talk our own self-compassion and really showing our kids that it's okay to give things a go and tackle some challenges. So one of his key quotes that really sticks with me is that our children learn more from us through our actions than our words. And I think, you know, that if I could leave that with any parent who's listening, um, that really resonated for me. I think that's beautiful. And I mean, coming from a young person myself, there's no one better to learn off than your parents. But mm. not not only that, how do we learn from them if they aren't the model for what we, for what they wanted to teach us? By them showing and being the example for us, it only enables us further to go about it. And I, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think what, what what you shared has, is, is seriously perfect. And there's a lot that, that we can take away from that and definitely something to dive into. I think it's a great time now to take a quick break just to, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we'll dive a little bit further into this conversation. Sure. I'm really, this is, this is a, something I'm seriously passionate about. It's <laughs> something I live and breathe. So Jessica, please, please <laughs> stay with us. I look forward to continuing this conversation. You're listening to The Business of Life with Mario and Matt here on Alive 905. Stick around. We've got Jessica Manahira from Sanitarium with us to talk about the Weepix Feed Their Belief Report. Alive 90.5. Oh my God, oh my God, these feelings just begun. I'm saying things I've never said, doing things I've never done. Oh my God, oh my God, when I see you, I should it right. But I'm frozen in motion, and my head tells me to stop. Tells me to stop. Feel things, feel things, I feel about us. But it's never enough My heart is hurting It's more than a crush Cause I'm frozen in motion And my head tells me to stop But my heart goes Never enough. My heart is hurting. It's more than a 
I'm frozen in motion And my head tells me to stop But my heart goes Bum, bottom, bum, 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 bottom Bum, bum, bottom, bum, 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 bottom Cause my heart goes Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station Sponsor. On at Workers. Enjoy free live music every Saturday night at Workers Blacktown, every Saturday night and Sunday afternoon at Workers Sports, and every Sunday afternoon at Workers Humitus. Plus, enjoy a full range of dining facilities. Visit the website at www.workersclub.com.au for the full music schedule, plus plenty of other activities, including raffles, bingo, promotions, and fun events. Workers is your club. Station sponsor. Hi there. I volunteered to read the script. The scriptwriter and sound engineer volunteered too. The station even volunteered the airtime. It's proof that when you come together with a common goal, anything's possible. Ten years ago, the guys at SEEK volunteered to build a site to fill Australia's thousands of volunteer positions. But more volunteers are always needed. To see how you can volunteer, go to seekvolunteer.com.au. It's 21 minutes past two here on a live 905. This is your sound, your community. You're listening to the business of life with Mario and Matt. And we're live with sanitarium spokesperson, Jessica Manihera. We've spoken previously about, you know, the Weet-Bix feed their belief report, what it means for young people, what parents can take away from it. Though, given it's based around young people, you know, 27,000 young people were conducted in this survey. I love to hear, you know, because Jessica, the thing about young people, they spend the majority of their weekdays at school, not necessarily at home. And their, almost their whole life revolves around their school life. They, you know, spend their, you know, eight hours a day down, well, six hours in school. 
But then they have their friends, they're connecting on social media. It's all based around that alone. So I'm curious, what can schools take away from this report and how can they further support their students in their well-being? Mm, good question. Well, I'll, I might start by, because you already mentioned a little bit about the report and, you know, the 27,000 kids um, that were surveyed over that 12-month period. And I guess with that, this report is one of the largest ever to investigate the mindsets and well-being of school-aged children in Australia, which makes it a really powerful tool. Um, and, you know, this was really made possible, and I must mention them, is um, through the c- collaboration with an incredible organisation who deliver wellbeing programs in schools, and that is Forge Wellbeing. So we worked with them on this report. And I guess with the scale of kids surveyed, it enabled us to fully understand the scale of some of this belief, self-belief issue facing Aussie kids. And just a couple of those stats is that one in five kids have negative self-esteem as they enter high school. And then one in 10 high school students are reporting that they do not feel positive at all about their future. And these are worrying stats, similar to what you were expressing before, Matt. And these insights really have the potential to help schools prioritise the support and programs that they would need to provide their students. Many teachers themselves will have seen firsthand how low self-esteem impacts that child's ability to learn, try new new things and really have the confidence to make friends or new friends. So I guess what we hope is that the commentary and the tips that we've now incorporated from Dr. Justin Coulson really prove useful for anyone, whether you're a parent, a carer, a coach, or even a teacher who really want to see our kids thrive in life. So we hope that this can be that helpful and digestible report to our school communities and as well as our parents directly. Mm, Yeah, there's a lot that we can take away from it. It's a lot that it's underneath it all too. Like it's a whole bunch of stats but then there's a whole bunch of takeaway points that we can all apply and I suppose use in our own day-to-day lives. I think these are universal tips if you ask me as well. It's not just young people mm. this is catered towards. Oh, I completely agree. I found myself teaching myself a few things out of these tips, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I, I was honestly, yeah, I, I, I was seriously engaged as I was reading through it and I, um, yeah, there's definitely some things I can apply to my own life. Though, given it's focused around young people, how does Weepix and their feed, their belief report, encourage and promote young people to have a limitless belief within themselves? Because in the in the forward, you briefly mention how kids have this innate imagination, this belief and conviction within themselves. They can achieve limitless potential. And there's a lot that is sitting there. How does the how does Weepix and the Feed Their Belief promote that within young people? Oh, I completely agree with you, Matt. I guess what our main aim in developing the Feed Their Belief report was to gather the best evidence, the insights, and the advice on self belief, so that we can support parents and helping our children navigate what you know we described before as this ever-changing world and it's posing those increasing challenges to our self-esteem and positivity. And so it was for us to pull together um, the experts and really provide that helpful advice in a way that is understandable because it is so important for our audience and you know even you know our families of wheat books um, to have something that can be more easily adopted into everyday life. 
And I guess the, the evidence demonstrates that as parents, one of the most powerful things that we can do is help our kids learn to love who they are. A big part of this is providing opportunities for them to discover their own strengths. And it's this evidence that also demonstrates that a positive outlook on life helps kids believe that anything is possible. And there's no one definition of greatness or success. And as a brand that, like I said, this touches on so many Australian families, I think we've got a role to play in helping our future generation and our Aussie kids thrive in our communities. And I think I described in my forward, as you said, that there's a huge diversity of dreams out there. And we see it every day in our own children, including myself. And while that road to achieve those dreams are not always so easy, incredible things can and often do happen when they have confidence and have that belief in themselves, which um, is an innate thing we're born with. (laughs) And as young kids, we remember thinking that we could do and achieve anything. And what I would love to do is have our kids hold on to that belief much longer in life because when they do have that belief, they can achieve so much more. I love that. And being a young person myself, one thing the report gave me, and I'm sure you would agree agree with me, Jessica, is that even if you do lose that spark, that you know that Im- that imagination, that you know that thing that says, "I can do this. I've got what it takes. I have the tools inside myself." We can revisit that, even if we did lose sight of that at one stage in our Absolutely. lives. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And rebring the and you know bring that confidence back out that just is in your every day that helps you to achieve that little bit more and that little bit um, greater things each and every day. Absolutely, absolutely. And I suppose from my own personal experience, I'd love to share also, it's one thing to be able to access this within ourselves because we can. Though to have other people in our life, it makes us so much easier given my experience from, you know, Mm. severe depression, my attempt at suicide, but then... To now transforming that to where I believe personally, I do have limitless belief within myself that I can achieve my goals, my dreams. Mm. That was Agreed. made possible. And your story is incredible, Matt. You know, and just <laughs> to see how far um, you've come now and all that you're achieving is just such an inspiration. So you know, it's examples like yours that just continue to fuel the belief in kids as well. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. The the report really does also showcase the importance of having other people mentoring us, you know, having parents, having schools, being able to put, mm. you know, put little things in place. They're, they're not huge, they're not drastic, but they make a drastic difference long term. And I think mm-hmm. that it would, yeah, truly transform the young people in our society, especially in Australia. But I'd love to hear Weepix though and Sanitarium. What initiatives are currently in place to now, you know, see an incline in young people's self-belief and positivity? You, you briefly mentioned the 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 tri um the Weepix triathlon, mm-hmm. which is and we've I suppose also also spoken about the synergy between mental and physical fitness. That you know, mental health and physical health they coincide very very much so but I'd love to hear is there any other initiatives that are currently going on within Weepix and yeah what's coming forth beyond this report yeah great well um, you spoke about the Weepix Kids Triathlon that I mentioned earlier and you know 
we, that has long supported and fueled that sense of achievement. But I guess what I do want to say is that while you know we love those events and they've been running so well, we have put them on hold just due to um, some of the current COVID impacts. Um, but it, we've pivoted on that as most businesses have. And this ma- this month, or in fact this week, we've launched a new initiative called Weetbix Active Bands, and it's a program in partnership with Athletics Australia to continue to encourage kids to be more physically active in a really fun and engaging way. And I think what we've done in pivoting on that activity is actually we want to embrace kids to um, embrace whichever physical activity that they enjoy the most, whether it be normal sporting pursuits through to cartwheels in the playground. Um, The active bands are a way for both kids and parents to track their daily activities and collect points and share in their tracking of their goals and their achievements and therefore enable that celebration. So we've really tried to do that more in a way that is adapting to the lifestyles of families today, um, but still has the same intent of making sure we fuel not just that physical activity and that well-being in kids, but also that sense of achievement. Um, And so that's definitely one program we have. We've also um, continued to inspire younger generations by showcasing extraordinary stories and achievements of our sporting ambassadors. And we've got um, a lineup of ambassadors at the moment who continue to inspire um, our younger generations. We've got our soccer legend, Tim Cahill. We've got our cricketing stars, both Elise Perry and Manus Labashain. Both of them have had extraordinary achievements this year. And then also our tennis pro, Alex Dimonau. And then some of our young up-and-coming um, sporting heroes, we've got a surfer, um, Alyssa Locke, who all of them really um, are serving as inspiring role models. They're admired for their tenacity, but also their positive mindsets to really give achievements a go in sport. But then beyond the physical activity in the sports, for the first time this year, we're also going to be a key sponsor of Stand Tall, which is an incredible, you might know, um, Mm -hmm. you might have heard of it, Matt, but um, it's an incredible TEDx-style event in Sydney that inspires hope, positivity and self-belief in a nationwide audience of over about 100,000 high school students. And we're supporting that event this year through an exciting panel of speakers and we'll also include our very own Tim Cahill um, at that event also. Oh, amazing. So that's just a couple of the initiatives that we've got going on that I'm really excited about um, to see come to life this year. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Now, for our listeners that are curious about this report and wondering where they can find it, how can they how can they access this Feed Their Belief report so they can receive the inspiration for themselves? Yeah, great. Well, feel free to visit um, our um, Weetbix website or, um, you know, feel free, and I know most families do this, where you just Google search <laughs> the Weetbix <laughs> Feed Their Belief report. Um, yep. I know I'm definitely one of those. Um, and feel free to do that. And, um, our, you know, it will take you through to our brand link so that you can access that report. Lovely, lovely, lovely. So make sure you, you uh, if you're listening to this, I'll make sure you get onto that and Google search the Feed Their Belief Report by Weetbix. <laughs> Jessica. Or you can just visit the Weetbix website, which is weetbix.com.au. Lovely. Jessica, I just want to say thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate this last half hour. It's been amazing. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me, Matt. It's lovely to meet you. Likewise, likewise. You have a lovely rest of your day. Will do. Thanks again. Right, have cheers. a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. A lot.
Live 90.5. Once upon a younger year, when all our shadows disappeared, the animals inside came out to play. When face to face with all our fears, learned our lessons through the tears, made memories we knew would never fade. One day my father, he told me, son, don't let it slip away. He took me in his arms, I heard him say. is your trusted mortgage broker. We focus on providing you with personal service and expert advice to help you find the home loan which best suits your requirements. Ranging from first home loans, refinancing, investment home loans, self-employed home loans, debt consolidation and SMSF loans. With a large network of lending institutions at our fingertips, we can assist you in making a well-informed decision that will save you time and money. Call us on 1300 562 649. Australian Credit Licence 504481. Station sponsor. We are Invictus Partners, an Australian company specialising in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Station sponsor. McGuire Estate Agents understand that selling your home is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. With award-winning teams in the hills, their service goes above and beyond 
beyond any other to create great results and lifelong relationships. To deliver the best possible result, Brett Humby of McGrath Estate Agents will unlock value in your home you never knew existed. To realise more and experience the McGrath Advantage with Brett Humby, head to mcgrath.com.au or search Brett Humby today. Station sponsor. SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered, laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borrell, Preference and Quickstep. Call 9894-6660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters, ingrained quality. Twenty-two minutes to three here on a live nine oh five. You're listening to the business of life with Mario and Matt. And our second guest is sitting to the left of me, live in studio, Ivis, Ivis, sorry, Osis. Is that how you pronounce your last name? You did such a good job, young man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Ivis. How are you today? I am extremely privileged to be here and feeling very up. Very up. I lo- I love to hear that. You you don't hear that very often, hey. It's true. It's always I'm I'm good. I'm all right. Yeah. That's all we yeah. hear in Australia. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Being up is so important. I mean, you can just inject life into other people's lives. Why not? You know, if you had a choice of not doing it or doing it, you'd want to do it, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's everyone you meet. You want to just be. Hey, you're really special. You're really cool. You're really worth it. Mm, yes. Would yes. you agree with that? I couldn't agree more. Agree more. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, <laughs> so you're the you're the manager at Divorce Your Jewelry. Yeah, that is correct. It's a crazy name. You know, one of our advertising people came up with it. I'm so happy that she did. You know, there are divorces happening all the time in Australia. One in every two marriages ends in divorce. I don't know if you knew One that. One in two. One in two here. Jesus. You know, it's like it's like it's like Russian roulette, you know. It's it's really <laughs> bad. Will this one end or that will No, I don't know. Coin, right? Yeah, it's almost like oh, that, man. you know. Anyway, the things that are gifted while the person is married to their partner, those things after everything gets nasty, after there's a divorce, after there's a separation, after they've gone their ways, those things still act as amazing triggers. One look at that, that bit of jewelry, that ring, that, uh, that bracelet, that necklace, and being all of a sudden, all the, the mad words that were spoken, the, the actions that made life absolutely terrible, you know, all the memories come flooding in it's like pushing a little red button and going bink there it is to get this out of your life is such a cathartic experience it's and people tell me all the time after they've sold us their their items they no longer want it's like a a burden lifted off of their shoulders now obviously divorce isn't the only reason that we exist although it's certainly a big part of our <laughs> business let me tell yep. you but uh, obviously with covid you know people are really struggling for money and it's just something we can make it happen there's no you know loans that you have to have no payday loans no stressing out about whether you're going to be able to make that right you know it's just a straightforward you come in 
we examine your goods bef before your eyes, doesn't not not taken to some back room or or anything like that. You know, it's just very transparent. It's very relaxed. We try and make this very weird thing <laughs> that they're doing. I mean, who does that? You know, <laughs> it's, we try and make that as as friendly, easy experience as is, as is possible. So, you know, it's it's for that. And not only that, you know, think of the environmental impact. We're recycling. We take the the diamonds out, melt down the gold, reuse that to make new items in our jewelry workshop at another location, and uh, you know, put those those diamonds to good use. And all of a sudden, all that bad feeling is gone, all the yuckiness is gone, and you've got something beautiful. So wow. you know, it's just really cool. You know, people are not aware of how much value is in those drawers, that little bag where you keep your jewelry. They're just not aware of that. So you think that you know they spent a lot of money on those things? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously, when it's in the used market, you know, of things, course, things are not going to be the same as what they pay. But that's just that's just life. I mean, you drive the Mercedes off the show, showroom floor, and what happens in six months? You try and get half the value back. You know? <laughs> well, as soon as you drive it off the yeah. off the mark. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? exactly. And I, and I suppose it it sits there in the cupboard for a while. You sort of forget about it. It's like, mm. oh, mm. I don't wear that anymore. Yeah. yeah, and even even things like like Tiffany, Bulgari, Cartier, you know, all the premium brands. You know, we are a okay with that. You know, we don't mind if they're big stones. You know, two, three carats, hey, bring them in. Not an issue. And uh, we're just very pleased to be of service to the community. And uh, you can always call us on 1-300-468-4653. That's 1-300-GOT-GOLD. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good commercial. So let me understand this very clearly. Yeah. One in two marriages end up in divorce. 100%. Okay. And before the people become married, right, the man wants to impress his girl. Yes. And he buys the rock. I mean, the rock, right? Yes. Which suited a budget, but usually it's a, the rock, right? It's, oh, we're looking, we're looking. Big, big, big. We're looking at something shiny, like a long rings, you know, <laughs> a bit like in the dark. <laughs> and then when divorce comes, the groom doesn't get money, right? The bride gets the money. From the, she sells the jewelry, correct? You'd be surprised. Not always. Uh, not always. Okay. Not always. But what strikes me, actually, your information, that actually you're helping to environment, right? <laughs> That's mm -hmm. what yeah. you say. Yeah. So you buy the jewelry from, yeah. from divorcees, right? For correct. the people who decide to step it out of yes. the marriage, right? And then you save the planet by melting the gold and take the, the, the diamonds to resell. Yeah. Well, we... we, we use the diamonds to fashion brand new jewelry in our jewelry workshop at our, our jewelry store at yeah. Warringah Mall. It's, it's done by our master jeweler. Every time he makes something, I go, how in the world did he do that? My mom, she told me when I was very, very young, one day my son, when you married, I'm going to give you the, the ring I got from my grand-grand-grand-grand-grand-grand-grandmother, right? Yes. I met it first time. <clears throat> I waited for that ring and made it second time. I'm still waiting for that ring. So <laughs> <laughs> she saved the environment. <laughs> she sold the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, you listen, yes, yes man. Maybe she got it melted. <laughs> <laughs> so one in, two one in two marriages uh, end up divorce. And if you're looking to melt that pain away from your ex-wife finger, 
gold or diamond, please call the 1-300-468-4653. 1-300-GOT-GOLD. <laughs> Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, listening line 95 Business of Life with Matthew Caruana, Mario Beckes with us in studio. I was so original from Canada, born with the bears, fighting the snow. Avalanche speak on off the break. We all know that paying for a funeral can be a financial burden. However, have you ever thought of paying off a prepaid funeral? With none of the ongoing premiums that is associated with funeral insurance, $1,000 can get you started. Hills Family Funerals, a family-owned and operated business of 35 years, can make it easier for you. Call 02-9659-0900, ask for Richard Spiteri, or speak to one of the friendly staff members to learn how. Get assistance today. Call Hills Family Funerals, station sponsor. Hills to Hawkesbury Community News is a fortnightly free local publication packed with stories about local people, news, puzzles and a whole lot more, including history, a guide to community groups, tradesmen and a variety of local advertisers. Supporting the community for 35 years and as a proud sponsor of Alive 90.5 we believe it's important to keep our community connected. Enjoy your coffee with station sponsor Hills to Hawkesbury Community News. Pick up a copy at your local shopping centre, visit hillstohawkesbury.com.au or follow them on Facebook. Learn something new in 2022 with the Parramatta College. Term 1 courses are open for enrolment and include business and work skills, computer skills, leisure and lifestyle, languages. The Parramatta College also offer New South Wales government funded courses. Eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with the Parramatta College. Enroll today. Call 9687-2072. That's 9687-2072. Or visit parramattacollege.edu.au. It's all I listen to. Alive 90.5. Playing cool music. My God, Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like one of those rap guys' girlfriends. But, you know, who understands those rap guys? They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute, okay? I mean, her butt is just so big. I can't believe it's just so round. It's like out there. I mean, gross. Look. She's just so... I like big butts and I cannot lie You other brothers can't deny That when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist And a round thing in your face you get sprung Wanna pull up tough cause you notice that butt was stuck Deep in the jeans she's wearing I'm hooked and I can't stop staring Oh baby I wanna get with ya And take your picture My whole boy's trying to warn me But that butt you got makes me so Rump of smooth skin, you say you wanna get in my bins? Well, use me, use me, cause you ain't that average groupie. I seen her dancing, to hell with romance, and she's sweat, wet. Got it going like a turbo vet. I'm tired of magazines, send flat butts all the thing. Take the average black man and ask him that. She gotta pack much bags. So, fellas, yeah. fellas, yeah. does your girlfriend got your butt? Hell Tell yeah. her, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Shake that healthy butt. Baby got ballet. Now here's my scandal. I wanna get you home and uh, double up. Uh, uh. I ain't 
talking about Playboy, cause silicone parts are made for toys. I want them real thick and juicy, so find that juicy double. Mix a lot's in trouble, begging for a piece of that bubble. So I'm looking at rock videos, not me bimbos walking like hoes. You can have them bimbos, I'll keep my women like Flojo. A word to the thick soul sisters, I wanna get with ya. I won't cuss or hit ya, but I gotta be straight when I say I wanna till the break of dawn. Baby got it going on, a lot of simps won't like this song. Cause them punks like to hit and quit it, and I'd rather stay and play. Alive 90.5. It's 10 minutes to 3 on Alive 905. You're listening to Business of Life with Matthew Caruana and Mario Beckus. What a beautiful day it is. And we're in studio with Ivers Osis, the manager of Divorce Your Jewelry, though we'd love to touch on something a little bit different. About oh, that. Let's go talk about that. That's a more inspiring thing. Matt, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Let's end on a bang, I think. Not about that, about, uh, not about that, but the jewel diamond ring was something else. So please, Matt, continue. Absolutely, absolutely. Firstly, one thing that I get as you, I gather from as you speak, your articulation is beautiful. You're you, very kind. You, you're not just a manager of a company. What else are you, Ivers? I have done many things in my life, including running the biggest Apple computer shop in Australia, the single biggest one back in the day. We turned over 23.5 mil out of one shop. Had 35 staff. We were amazing. I've run uh, the biggest camera house in Parramatta and then the one at Brookvale as well. Uh, Also lots of fun. And uh, went through the world with facial recognition to make the world a safer place. If they'd had facial recognition at Boston's Logan Airport, and caught Mohammed Atta, which they w- would have been able to had they had their facial recognition in place, we would have never seen that Twin Tower thing go down the way it did. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. But hey, what's so, your origin? Sorry, Matt, can I ask you? You're originally from Canada, right? I have origins in Canada and America, as I've okay. told you. Yes, but yes. If I may share with our audience before we take a break. Sure. I didn't joke when I said, let's talk about that. Yes. Because I know that your story, but your story is very compelling. And with Matthew here in the studio who experienced that on his own, you almost ended up in multiple deaths with the people who love most of your children. So let's go start from the back. Could you share with our audience what did happen and how did you survive? Living in the small town of Grenfell, Saskatchewan, which is in the middle of of Canada on the prairies, there is no mountain range or forests to hold back the fierce wind and snow. In Saskatchewan, there's not a single month that is void of a snowfall. It might melt the same day, but even in, <laughs> even in the summertime. Even in the summertime. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's just wow. craziness. You know? Yeah. So I, uh, I had norm- newly arrived with, uh, with my wife and, uh, and my sons. In, uh, in Grenfell, which is a small town of about 1,200 people. They were right on the number one highway that links, uh, well, can't anymore with all those uh, mudslides in British Columbia. That's wiped that whole thing out. Oh, my gosh, it's insane. But anyway, in, uh, in the route between, uh, say, Alberta and, and uh, Ontario, 
the number one highway just goes for miles. You can be driving, and you can't even tell how fast you're going unless you look at, the, at, at your speedometer. You know, it's like that. Wow. It's just nothing to nothing to to uh, gauge it by. So anyway, we had just arrived, and and our our friends had showed us that because of the runoff was filled with chemicals from from farming. No one drank the town water. They washed their clothes in it, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. No yep. problem, right? Yeah, yeah. But to get fresh water, you take a like a 10-gallon blue drum and put a few of those in your car yeah. and go to this little dip where there was a just a, a spring that even when it was 45 below zero Celsius... Oh, by the way, that's... That's a normal temperature there, 45 degrees. No, well, the normal... <laughs> two weeks is yeah. 45 below, yeah. yeah, but for six months, it's between 25 below Celsius and 35 below Celsius. And we complain when we have 15 degree weather here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I'm going to say something at the end, please, because, yeah. you know, that's a good point, Matt, yes. So, anyway, we... Uh, we were shown where to go, and when they took us there, and we filled up our water bits, and that lasted us for you know a fair fair while because that was just drinking water, yes. and cooking water, that kind of thing. So when it had snowed, we thought, okay, soon we're gonna have to go, and then it snowed again, melted a little bit, and then snowed yeah. again, and so here I am with my old Peugeot 504, you know, built like a tank. I'm going down the road that they showed us, and I noticed that it was snowed in, but it wasn't real deep, so I thought, well, what the heck, we'll just plow yeah. through. And unbeknownst to me, the road took a dip and then came back out again, but it had been filled in with that snow yeah. and then frozen again and filled in again and frozen. And while I was driving across that dip without knowing it, the car sunk. The car sunk. The car sunk into the snow up to halfway up the door. Jeez. Incredible. But you're so not here alone. I am. I'm, I'm just here with my my, uh, my oldest son. He was like five years old. All I had, I, you know, I figured all I needed was runners and, and some mitts and, you know, it'd be fine, you know. How stupid, you know. I had a shovel because you got to be prepared. Yeah. And so I started shoveling, shoveling, and the car sunk again. Next layer of, of frozen stuff. And so, you know, I wasn't getting out of there. It was turning dark. I was flashing my lights, beeping my horn. Of course, no one was looking for me. They didn't know where I was. No one in their right mind would take that road after it had snowed. But being a newcomer, I didn't know that. So, anyway, we, uh, we started uh, really getting bad it was i had to open the sunroof uh because the the exhaust was coming in into the car because we were in that that dip and it wasn't going away and our tongues started getting thick and our heads hurt and i just said said a huge prayer to the man above god can you get us out of this i don't want to die i got lots to do yet and we both fell asleep you both fell asleep asleep with the car running sunroof open, all this stuff. We woke up the next morning, God had sent a wind along to take away the exhaust, and we were breathing normally, and I got out of the car again, and I looked, and there's some shrub over, you know, some bush that I could rip off, put under the, the tires, and go 
that much and then move the brush, go that much. Took me about 45 minutes to get out, but I did. And then someone came and found me. <laughs> a little bit late, I think. Yeah. What? Anyway. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And did, another, you have, did you have any frostbites? Your son affected or something? You know, I've got permanent frostbite on on the outside of my my uh, my hands here. Some some things you can't do with mitts on when you're when you're in that kind of environment. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And then another time, the people that own the the service station or the petrol station, as you'd stay here. Yeah. They hadn't put. Uh, the chemical that'll dissipate the, the water that comes from condensation inside the fuel tank underneath the ground. Yeah. And guess what? That water got into my fuel tank. And as I was driving along in some very remote place, the water got in the fuel line and froze solid, and I couldn't get any more fuel, couldn't do anything. Thank God we, we got through that one as well. And that wasn't the only time. Once I was driving by myself and the car just went into, just swerved and went into a snowdrift, couldn't get out. Way in the distance there was a farmhouse and I was hoping that there was someone there. So can I make a just quick recap, right? In my second book, I'm talking about being in wilderness on minus 20 degrees and I was thinking that was hell right we shooted vodka in the veins you know wow. we were in a big ambush for three days <clears throat> it was very cold and you know yes. we done the stupid things when you're young and anyway mm. now you telling me you're in the 45 degrees below in Canada so the point we're trying to make in this story is doesn't matter how bleak and dark somebody story is and you think that's a horror for you, there is always something much more worse. Right, Matt? Do you read this one? Absolutely. Yeah. And so, I think yeah. also what I'm gathering from hearing you speak, Ivers, is no matter how dark and scary the situation is, yeah. there's hope out there. Yeah. There hope. is. So you were, just is. ask again, Matt, maybe misunderstood. So you with your son in the car, you in, the, in that sort of ditch right you know you can't well, get out that, of the car yeah even deeper than a ditch yeah deep in a ditch yeah covering half of your car you can't move exhaust from the exhaust pipe it's coming into the car on a 45 degrees you it was probably 25 that day but still okay. Okay. ridiculously <laughs> See, cold 